Are we live? Are we live? Are we oh, live? yeah, we live. We live. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, it's it's going to be more than the red light that we have to get into because we have to get into the Tuesday Night War, gentlemen. This is going to be one of those episodes, ladies and gentlemen, that you're going to have to buckle your seatbelts. It's something you do not want to miss. As you can see the look, I see the look on the brother's face as, I, as I'm trying to start the intro. We got NXT. We got AW Dynamite. We got the Fastlane Fallout. So much more after this. Plus, we got a review championship culture, one of my favorite shows. Brothers, are you ready? Yes, sir. I said, are you ready? <laughs> Let's get ready to... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! To the Wrestle Realm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestle Realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the Wrestle Realm. I am your host, the realness himself. He is your host, Brandon the Guy Guy. He is your host, Hollywood Brian H. Waters. What up, y'all? <laughs> Look at that loop the track. <laughs> he is your host. He will be coming in later on. Has the third. A to the A to the S. T to the H to the E. Three to the R to the D. Brother Hugh has the third. Please follow us on all our social media platforms. Instagram, uh, threads, X, and Facebook. I finally gave in. At Russell Rum. Like, subscribe, and uh, engage in a conversation with us. You can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor. You know what? I heard Stitcher's not available anymore. I think we're late to the party. Podbean, oh, Pocket Pass, Apple Podcast, <laughs> Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at Wrestling Realm for all your Wrestling Realm needs, all your Wrestling Realm merchandise, and more. Head over to WrestlingRealm.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, WrestlingRealm.com for all your Wrestling Realm apparel and more. I did it in a Dragon Ball Z voice. Your proud wrestling fan t-shirts, your Wrestling Realm branded t-shirts, even the 10th anniversary t-shirt is up there. And if you're feeling a little strong that day, Get your Jack Daddy Brian H. Water <laughs> t shirt and so much more. Why is that so funny? I don't know what this is though, but you can head over to wrestlingrealm.com where you can receive all of our merchandise. Uh, it's getting cold outside, gentlemen. So, uh, hoodies, crew necks, that stuff is available. Where am I at? Okay, there we go. Also, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. That's right. For all exclusive shows and bonus material, that is where you want to go. 
we are in the process of working hard. Brian H does an excellent job, ladies and gentlemen, with Brian H's thoughts and so much more. Uh, we're trying to piece together more content, more exclusive things. We have a big plans for our Patreon channel. But if you want to support the brand, you can subscribe for just as low as $1. That's right. We have uh, two or three tiers, I believe, right now. And um, we have big plans. So just hold mm -hmm. on. Be patient with us. Patreon.com. I mean, there's there's so much on there right now. There's also uh, there's, there's a particular show on there that uh, we cannot air publicly. But if mm -hmm. you subscribe, you can hear that story. That's right. Brian H. got heat. <laughs> Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. You know what, uh, Brian H., the person you talk about in that Patreon story reminds me a lot of Tony Khan, which we're going to get into tonight. Wow. Guess, that was a good one. I, it was, right? Nice segue. One time. <laughs> Thank so you. I would I would have said the gunshots, but just because yes, they sound like that. <laughs> we gotta get that's okay. We'll get new gunshot voices. But uh, listen, I got I, I guess I guess it's time for to change back to our last um mm. to our previous advertisement. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you could just went into it, but you you had to bring it up. Bring I, up. I, see, it, it I I was trying to be sensitive. I didn't know how you were gonna respond to it. But um, if you were looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, how oh, boy, that's rough. Head to SeatGeek.com where you can use promo code WrestleRealm to save yourself $20 on any one-time purchase of $50 or more. That's oh. right. Yes, sir. I owe a shout-out. That's right. We got people using the code. Yeah, we definitely. Um, I, I just gave him a shout-out yesterday on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. But a uh, shout-out to Christopher. Um, He used the code, said that he used it to go to game one of the ALDS right here in Baltimore. And because he used the code, you know, he ain't getting in trouble at home. He was able to save some money and get under that price uh, range that his wife had preferred. And he was able to enjoy game one, which I have to say, I went last minute decision and um, the atmosphere was electric. But a uh, shout out to Ziki because I saw everybody, don't, everybody allowed with it. But I saw like three or four people use the code. So thank you. Well, look at that. The realm just trying to keep people out of trouble. We're doing so much more. Um, so definitely head over to SeatGeek.com. Remember, promo code Wrestling Realm. Save yourself $20 if you have never used this promo code before. It's the first time for everything. Mm -hmm. So I think, it's, I think it's a great time for you to use promo code uh, Wrestling Realm. You know what they should also use it for? Um, WWE's holiday tour is coming up soon, gentlemen. I, bro, you, you must have read my mind because... Uh... Brother, because we're brothers and we're in sync. <laughs> not, like, not like the group, but like in sync. <laughs> Facts. Um, I, I I got a DM. You know what? Yeah, I got a DM the other day. Somebody asking for a discount, and I said, my first thought, to be honest with you, was, why is people asking me for discounts? Like I work for WWE. Then I said, wait a minute, Hollywood. Wow, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> went off. I said, I sure can. Twenty dollars off. Uh, use the promo code Wrestling Realm. You're good to go because guess what? They wasn't going by themselves. So, you know, you, no matter what package you get, you're going to spend over $20. You're going to spend over $50, if, especially if you're taking a child. So, I uh, right. highly recommend it. There you go. This message has been approved and brought to you by Hollywood. Brian H. Waters. <laughs> I approve this message. Oh, man. Oh, man. With that being said, good brothers, yesterday was Tuesday, and trust me, it was an eventful Tuesday, and I can't wait to get into it, but something else also happened on Tuesday. As a matter of fact, something always happens on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Championship culture, the newest, latest, and greatest show and brand to the Wrestling Realm Network, <laughs> YouTube.com slash Wrestling Realm. Brian H. Water is, spotted, is uh, sporting his... Uh, latest championship culture in mm -hmm. custom in his, made woo! 
Custom yeah, made. I, I, I listened to Ric Flair. I ain't finished it yet, but he was speaking to my guy, Chris Van Vliet. Shout out to Chris. Good dude. Chris is he he really is a good guy, man. I I've he's mm-hmm. um he's following me on social media and stuff like that. And just he is really, really down to earth, man. I definitely yeah, appreciate and, Chris Van Vliet. In person, he's jacked. You speak of talking about somebody's jacked. I'm like, when he, hey, bro, I seen him in LA. Um, you know, but he uh, you know, he had a great interview with Hulk Hogan, which was uh, you know, phenomenal. I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm enjoying the Ric Flair one, and Flair talked about just being Flair, you know, custom-made this, custom-made that, living the gimmick, you know. So I had to have a custom-made championship culture shirt. I, I wonder how disappointed the Belt King was when you finally came and got your team, <laughs> and, and he couldn't use it for his shenanigans. Hey, brother Hugh, uh, the super producer of championship culture, which we're about to get into this week's episode, has been, man, he when you don't come and get something on time with Brandon the guy guy, goodness yep. gracious, he makes you pay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> man, so it's it's just listen. It's turned into all types of shenanigans. And for the and for those who are watching, if you don't believe me, there it is. <laughs> so if you're not watching, there's a reason. There it is. But um, championship culture this week. Now it is this is this was hot off the uh, and crazy part is I had no idea that this was mm. this was going to be this week's show. But I knew because brother Brandon was involved. Him and brother Hugh are always thinking, always. Got the right mindset. Yeah, they do. This week's show, Championship Culture, was celebrating and discussing NXT Volume One, and, and I got news about something else later today. I'm not gonna speak on it because I don't think I can. I don't think I can talk about it. But brother Brandon, Championship Culture, this week's episode. What did we talk about this week? Uh oh. So yeah, I, don't, that, I don't know if you want to. You can take it off the screen because I got. No, I, per, I purposely waited. I said when when you come back from the screen, it's going to be there. Look at that beauty. So, we talked about in volume one of the latest episode of Championship Culture, which was just called NXT, for a reason. How fitting. <laughs> How fitting, right? And whenever you talk about volumes, it's more than just usually one, especially when you name it one. So be on the lookout for more volumes, and if your eagle eye viewers might have noticed. The NXT was placed strategically, and below it, it said every belt had a story. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to make sure you understood the story behind this belt, and I'm trying to hold it a certain way. If you watch the latest episode, you'll see why I'm trying to hold it that way. Mm-hmm. This is one of the few belts that actually has like a mirror finish. Like, you can even see my ring light in it. But all I want to say is if you... And, 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 and the rest of the belts behind it. <laughs> <laughs> People are pausing the screen right now. Like, wait, one, two, three. <laughs> like, what do you got? <laughs> so, yeah, in the latest episode, took a look at, um, and it's 2012 is when it morphed from being a game show to an actual wrestling product. But we're in our third version of this brand. And I think we're seeing a resurgence of what made this so special. So pay attention to the volumes. And if you pay attention closely, Mm-hmm. You might be able to know what each volume is going to discuss. So, more volumes are on the way. That's all I'm gonna say because he was probably texting me saying, "Shut up right now." But <laughs> I can tell you, the Bell King gets excited and just starts giving his own spoilers away to his own show. I'm just saying, it's a reason that NXT. Can you put it back on the screen for a second? No, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I don't know if you wanted to, if you could tell. No, so let me just go ahead. There you go. Sorry, being a bad time. All I'm gonna say is, pay attention how the NXT is on when it comes to the volumes. Because it's a reason. It's just called NXT. Hmm. So Hold on, hold on. I'm paying attention. I'm looking at it. Because you... I, I don't know who's more cryptic. Bro, Brother Brandon or Bray Wyatt. God rest his soul. Because he just... He, he goes, oh, I, I'm surprised you didn't catch this. I'm surprised you didn't catch that. I'm like, yeah, you go with this again. 
So yeah, I'm literally I'm literally staying at this NXT like thing. So if, if you're not watching, you're listening to this. Uh, the championship culture thumbnail is uh, being displayed right now, and I'm paying close attention to the. Champ- Wait a minute, I see the championship culture emblems is on the side of the NXT championship and the NXT logo. Okay, I got it. Wait, and if you pay attention, let, to let me the see it again. Let, let me see it again. Let me see it again. Okay. <laughs> and if you pay attention to the exclusive, you'll know something else. It's a it's a hidden message in each one that's going to come for in each volume. So be on the lookout. I'm excited for volume two, which is coming shortly. Um, but like I always say, every belt has a story, and you might want to hear this one. Oh, this is going to be good. So that's right, ladies and gentlemen. If, so if you want to go and catch that show, head over to YouTube.com/slash uh wrestling realm and check out the playlist championship culture where you can check out this week's latest episode uh entitled nxt volume one as well as all the previous episodes of championship culture if you're into belts belt culture belt replicas belt makers all the above uh the belt king is the man he is uh he has been uh a true asset to the brand he's been there with us since day one but now you know he has his own show he has his own lane his own brand he's doing amazing things like i said one of my favorite shows it's 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 rare in 2023 where you go oh shoot i gotta catch my show and uh championship culture is definitely one of those shows so definitely head when it's live uh, no, the live shows are, are definitely <laughs> the that's the live he shows tries to take over i do I, tr- I try to blatantly sabotage the show mm-hmm. and um <laughs> it's not just the live shows that I take over because guess what i've got notes uh-oh <laughs> I, I was told, late for this part. I, I don't know. I don't know why he thought I wasn't going to show up, but uh, yes, championship culture. Um, I'm not going to go over everything because I want people to go watch the show. But you mentioned that you thought that the greatest feud over the NXT version 1.5. I say 1.5 is because you know, really started with the scratch logo and then went into the network logo. Is that is that safe for me to say, Mister Belkin? Yes. Okay. So, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like this could be one. Listen to me. As soon as we start getting some more sponsors for these shows, we're going to start having these segments more often. Because you know what? I think I do have a bone to pick with you, sir. Thank you, Brian H. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, super producer Brian Ace. Take a bow, brother. Well, you know. uh, <laughs> this just, just, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, you said, my good friend, that you thought that the best feud over the NXT championship version 1.5 was Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, uh, w- first of all, NXT has so many home runs, it's hard to just, it's like you gotta just pick one per season. Like, if, if I'm in a season of this, season of that, I don't think there's ever been a bad feud, even even the early years, like like Bo Dallas versus uh, Adrian Neville at uh, TakeOver 1 was even really, really good. But Absolutely. I disagree with you a little bit. I didn't disagree with you. I just had to have a preference because like, I don't disagree with that. I really don't, but I have a preference. I for one believe that one, let me make this, uh, make this statement. Cause you didn't say it on the show. And I was curious as to why, but I'm going to, I'm going to go on to say it. Cause I'm controversial. Controversy creates cash. Kevin Owens is the greatest NXT star to ever hold NXT version one and version 1.5. That's my first statement. Mm. Um, you didn't pick a person. That's a, first of all, why are you ducking smoke? You ducking smoke, brother Brandon? Because you didn't say this guy is the greatest person ever held this title. You talked about the greatest feud, which I thought is very coy of you. I said it's kind of coy. I figured maybe you were saving it for uh, potential volumes um, three, four, five, and seven. But you about <laughs> six, which is three, four, five. No, no, three, four, five, and seven. Now I'm conflicted is because on one hand I think Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. Uh, is to me is the greatest feud for that title 
And I took into account certain things like their impact for the brand, what they both did uh, for NXT. Because I think I think Finn and Kevin Owens is probably probably the most recognizable NXT superstars for uh, overall for like what they did for the brand, drawing power, crossover appeal, so on and so forth. And then also what they both went on to do after they left NXT. One of the few guys, because you know Vin Man didn't, you know he did, everybody didn't adapt well. Um, but the other one was Samoa Joe versus Finn. Uh, Samoa Joe to me is another NXT state, but like I said, it's hard to choose, man. It's like picking your own children. It's just you, you got favorites, but just like you really can't choose a favorite. Kevin Owens match at, in, in NXT Takeover uh, Brooklyn Brown H. Is that true? The ladder match? Yeah, wait. Mm-hmm. yeah. Brooklyn that was 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 fired, and then the NXT Takeover. Did they go back to Brooklyn? No. What was the one with Samoa Joe and Finn Balor in the cage match? That was in no. That was the cage match when they did it in Japan. No, that, that was that was, that's match. when. Yeah, Wh- that's whenever when he got back in Japan, I don't think that was a. I the think cage that match was, was a. Was that a Madison Square? No, that wasn't Madison Square Garden. I can't remember what that was. It was somewhere. It was a big arena, wasn't it? I don't. I don't think that it was. A part of me feel like it is. Part of me feel like it was. I don't Yo, Mike, chill. Uh oh. Um. <laughs> yeah. So uh, beast of the east. It wasn't beast of the east, was it? I don't think that's that was Japan. No, that, that that's when Kevin Owens uh and Finn Balor squared off, right? Right. Correct. Anyways, but it, it, that's it, it was Finn took it from him when he had the full body paint on the front and the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yes, but um, sorry, the cage match, the cage match between had a brain fart, Samoa Joe and uh, Finn Balor. So yeah, that's. <laughs> Those are my notes from Championship Culture. So everybody else, uh, send your notes to Championship Culture too. We have a. So let, me, let me address one thing that you stated. If you pay attention <laughs> to Championship Culture, right? <laughs> I got him ripped up. Here he is. And I'm gonna just say, go back and look at the NXT um, North American Championship. That had a formula for a reason. Hmm. This has a different formula for another reason. And I said the best rivalry out of that version for a reason. And the reason that I said it. And I didn't give my top because how many champions held? How many superstars held that belt? It it, it was it was quite a bit. I'm not going to deny it. It was, it was, was only ten. It was that's, only ten. That's, right? that's, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying that was a, a lot in from 2012 to about 2000. What was it? Um, Whenever Paige got jammed up for doing what she did. So. Anyway, I'm gonna shift gears. Um, <laughs> when all the volumes are said or done, you'll get a top tier list. Okay. But the greatest feud in that one, and I don't know if you paid attention, because it just like Dwayne says, you know, the storyline, the match, everything around that was more impactful because it was becoming a bigger brand. We had mm-hmm. Bobby Roode coming from TNA, who was let's just say the top guy, right? <laughs> And how's this top guy in that small pawn going to fit into this small pawn too? But still felt like a big deal. He came in feeling like he was a huge deal. Even his presentation, just with his music hit, it was like, oh, I need to pay attention to this guy. <clears throat> Everybody else was an indie darling that felt like they were getting their just desserts. And they were getting, yep, this is what you deserve. This is who you've been. You've been that indie darling. We're going to give you the platform. Bobby Roode was different. And so was Shinsuke. But their styles, everything about it. And I think that Shinsuke was the most protected in those promo battles during that time. Even better than him and Small Joe just had, they just wanted to wrestle each other. They were just trying to kill each other. 
He could still mm-hmm. he could pull out his King of Strong style, but with him and Bobby, it just was different. It made me pay it. I felt like Bobby was a threat as soon as he said, I'm taking that title. And I was like, he's going to lose to Bobby. He automatically. You know, anybody else at the time, Shinsuke would have put up a fight, kept the title, but that's what I'm going to say. So that's why that was the best. Well, there's that. Once again, I think I had something going for myself. And he just makes me, he has to make sense. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is not fun anymore. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> when, when, when you, when you put it that way, it makes going, sense. Volume six, I'm going to put that in my notes. It's going to have you on there, sir. For, so so what about, so four, five, four, five, and seven? No, no. They so, already planned out, sir. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm look forward to. They probably uh, yeah, I'm going to have to shift six because you didn't include six, so. That's right. Six you... is going. Ahead. I'm gonna see if the realness is available. For six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. Just say the word. You know how I get down. But um. Oh yeah. But uh. Listen. 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 Mm-hmm. Listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Pour out the kerosene because there's probably gonna be a few hot takes tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, brothers, we have one of those shows today as people starting to trickle Let's do in. It. And um. The bell has rung. Let's get right into the show. Uh, fast lane. We just had we. It's, it's, it's weird because it feels like this, the Tuesday Night Wars overshadowed Fastlane, but absolutely. We're gonna, we're gonna, there's there's still some some time to discuss Fastlane, right? Um, overall, mm-hmm. uh, WWE Fastlane premium live event. First and foremost, I want to ask you, good brothers. First, how did you first enjoy the show overall? And then we're going to tap on a few highlights. I have a very very specific comment about one specific match. Mm-hmm. That that really 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 took me for a ride, but I want to see with the good brothers and also with the fans out there listening to. If you're in the chat, please uh, tell us your favorite part about WWE Fastlane. Um, but but good brothers, somebody jump in. What'd you guys think of Fastlane? Uh, I'll start off. It was um it was solid. I would probably say eh, on last on the list of this year's premium live events. Doesn't make it a bad show at all. Just that they've been cooking. Um, and it's been a probably uh, dag on the perfect year where there hasn't been that one show where I'm like, bro, that was a waste of time. Or it was whack, you know? Um, like, every show has been, you know, it's it's quality over quantity, and I think that's what helps. Mm-hmm. I would say probably my favorite part, mm-hmm. I really liked the um opening match i really enjoy cody rose and jay uso now i know there's a lot of takes about oh well jay left one tag team to go to another tag team but this is like you know we've talked about our couples here um and this is one that works especially when you watch the presser so uh i really enjoyed this one so i would say where were they were they drunk or not brandage oh definitely (laughs) <laughs> they, they, they even said it. They had some libations or whatever. Um, you know, and uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you, 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 you know, you get that way. You, 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 you have fun and reveal things. So I know that's how they felt. So you know, I, I enjoyed it. Let off, let off a little steam there, brother. What about mm-hmm. you? What about what about you, brother Brandon? Uh, what do you think about WWE Fastlane this year? What was your take was- on the show? I'm gonna be honest. I was a little let down because really the list this year. Every time you don't expect something, you're blown away. So going into fast lane, I didn't expect anything. And like to Brian's point, mm-hmm. it probably was the bottom of the premium live events, and that's not 
when you have a metrics that they have been on fire all year, it's mm-hmm. okay to be the last one because was it enjoyable? Yes. Did I feel like I'm going to remember this? Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to go back to backlash before I go to this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to oh, go wow. to, I'm even going to go back, you know, last, I'm going to keep going back to other stuff before I want to see any match on this card again. And the you opening match, event, huh? even the main event. Well, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to say something. You might not. This might be Bro, unpopular. I uploaded I all these screenshots of this pay-per-view for no reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, saying, I feel like the main event and the opener probably could have switched because okay. I would have, no. as much as Shinsuke was hot going in, and y'all know I'm a Shinsuke guy and I try not to be biased. I feel like you're I about really to not want... be a Shinsuke guy, though, with whatever comment you're about to make. I just really wanted him to win, and I was disappointed. Me too. But I, I did too. Like I did under too. the he who shall not be renamed, Shinsuke wouldn't have got this treatment. Exactly. Nor would he have even been in that position. So I just need to say, shut up, Brian, and be happy that Shinsuke is getting this treatment. Sure. But I want, in my selfishness, I want Seth to go away and get healthy if he is dealing with ailments because I want him there for WrestleMania mm-hmm. to be in the spotlight. Yeah, lose And if the that means, hey, give somebody else the belt, let oh, him go rest, <laughs> which you left him up. He said, he said and then lose the belt to Roman. No, not the belt. I want him to lose the belt before, and then I want him to challenge Roman if Rock ain't ready. But so, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I was really disappointed. Still drinking a Rock Kool Aid. Uh huh. I was disappointed with Io, Oscar, and Charlotte. I thought that and it's good. that match would have been so much better. Like I just with those three names, you know why? Because Charlotte's in it. Huh? Mm-mm. We don't need Charlotte in the match. But I'm saying yes, with those three yes, names in a match, why? Let Brandon finish and I'll explain. But let's be honest, when you added the equation, it usually is a, oh, that was a good match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I felt like that should have, what Eo and Oscar have done, and even with Charlotte, no matter if you wanted a match or not, mm-hmm. they have those matches that you're going to talk about. And I feel like this was a SmackDown match. Yeah. You you had first of all, you have to have Charlotte in that match. You cannot give everybody EO Sky versus Oscar for free <laughs> at, at Fastlane. Wait first, for free at Fastlane. Yeah, first, first, free first, at Fastlane. first, no, you got to get some more money. First of all, first of all, you got to get more money. Yes. Second of <laughs> all, all right. You see what I'm saying? Like you can't. When it's over. Yeah, you can't. In the winner's face. Oh boy, you can't do. First of all, you got to say that for whatever big show they're doing in Japan. Like, <laughs> like you cannot. Okay. Charlotte's got to balance it out because they was like, no, well, let's let's. They, they said the same thing you said, brother Brandon. Hold on now, this is just Fastlane. Re- relax. Because <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, do you think about it? They've been teasing it for a while, but they won't give it to us for a reason. Because if you let those two go unhinged, first of all, they might knock each other's faces off, um, oh, yeah. missing teeth and everything. But no, Survivor Series is it big enough? Survive? No, Survivor I don't Series. Think so. it? No, I it's got to like be like War Rumble. War Rumble or one of those overseas shows, man. Well, the, historically, yeah. well, no. I'd say the last few years, the Royal, the women's match at the Royal Rumble have been kind of an oversight since they got the Battle Royal. You remember, it, it used to feel premium because that was... And that, yeah. But yeah. now that they have their Royal Rumble match, that Royal Rumble match starts to feel like a, you know, filler. So yeah, we got to wait till WrestleMania or the Japan show. Or something WrestleMania-esque. You know, you know what I mean? That that type show. You know what I mean? Because, you okay. know... Uh, depending on the audience, I think I feel like whatever audience is going to like appreciate that much. For example, um, Damian Priest and, and Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico, 
Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? So like it, it had was, to be a Puerto Rico. Yeah, like well, it was so when they got it was backlash. The wouldn't have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm re- referring to. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I uploaded all these uh fast lane thumbnails for no reason. You guys didn't even like the show. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it's not that I like it. It's just I didn't. I don't want to go back and watch it again. No, it's it to it me. Was it's, okay. It was an in your house pay per view. It did its job. Mm. Uh, I had fun. It it's an in between premium event. That's what it was. Well, let I, me say this about it. Go ahead. No mercy. I will go watch that before I watch Fastlane again. What's That's going on? We're talking fair. about NXT right now, man. <laughs> you, I will go watch. Do NXT you remember No Mercy again? Do you remember us old? You remember us, uh, us old grumpy men were talking how we how we were just like living about just the whole look of NXT, even in the Capital Sports Complex. We're like, bro, this is not NXT, and, and even it, the color splatter. Not not necessarily just the color splatter, but we kind of knew we were like, now we got to wait a full little while for this to kind of catch on. Like we knew it was going to come on, come on, but we were looking at the town like, mm, I don't really care about names. all these new faces. What's all these names, yeah, they got real first names and last names. And now we're in here raving about freaking NXT. Talking about you rather watch NXT No Mercy than Fastlane. But I <laughs> let here's my two cents on on the thing because we'll, we'll move on. We'll jump right into the Tuesday Night War. Um, and I stand by this, Brian H. This is this is your cue. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins was everything that I wanted it to be, with the exception of the fact that Shinsuke did not win. I was just like you brothers. I wanted him to win really, really bad. But I'm gonna tell you right now, this is probably one of the best last man standing matches I have ever seen. Yes. And and, and with all due respect to the Rock and Mankind and Stone Cold Steve Austin, I would have said this is the best one. Mm. Yes. It, even the finish made sense to me so much. It like when when I saw how Shinsuke lost, I said, "All right, well that makes sense." Like it wasn't like a blatant. He wasn't blatantly dominate. Like they both struggled to get to their feet, and Seth just happened to get to his feet first. You know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, "Okay, cool." So that way, even in the loss, it doesn't make Shinsuke look weak. He can stay. He he can stay established as a top guy. And and it goes back to what you said, uh, Brandon. The guy is that at least he's being seen as as a credible main event threat. And I understand that sometimes in this business, it's not about everybody being the champion, but at least getting to the place that you're respected as a threat to the championship is because now you can continue to help and build other stars. So he's going to get his hit back against Ricochet. If you think he's about to lose two of those matches back to back, it's not going to happen. But, um, oh man, I loved it. One of my favorite matches from both these gentlemen. I don't know why it just was. I said, man, it made so much sense. The build was so good. I enjoyed so much of it. And uh, I think both of them delivered 100%, but uh, I'm not even going to get into everything else. I, 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 a few months yeah, ago, we wasn't even talking about Shinsuke and on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about that last week. We said, look look how long. It only took them a little while to, to rebuild him as a credible threat. And, yep. and and with the previous regime, with he whose name should not be mentioned, because every time we mention his name, we have technical difficulties, man. He dropped, like, when you look compared to now, we didn't know it then. We felt it then, but we didn't know it then. He dropped the ball with so much of those NXT talent when it came to the main roster. He had his handful, but like I said, thanks to Triple H, man, he's gone back and he's like booked all, all those people the right way. Look at Shayna Baszler, Shayna ba- about the cook. Yeah, they definitely are. They're gonna they, kill each other if they go back and relive that feud from NXT and just even if they show a video package, because remember, mm-hmm. he could really stick it to Tony Khan if he really wanted to and say, "Hey, remember this match? This is the one that killed your ratings." Yeah, we'll oh, see. There we go. Shots oh. fired again. You might hit the gun sounds again, Brian H. Sheesh. <laughs> Shots fired. It's a lot of those, a lot of those going <laughs> off. Like duck, duck for cover. Nah, you know what? This was, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that slap in the face. But mm-hmm. it it honestly, like I said, um man, I don't know. The NXT colors the black and green, man, because what they that, did last night, I know we'll get we'll get into it. No, no, man, no, no, no. Change the NXT colors because you know what? Screw That's why it. I got just, green, man. <laughs> no, we, we just <laughs> might as well NXT 4.0, the black and green version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if we're going to get flagged or copyrighted, but screw it. <laughs> Man. NXT decided to show off on the same day that, it, that AEW Dynamite had to be moved to a Tuesday and decided to have AEW title Tuesday. AEW went head-to-head with NXT and DX, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H, the founding fathers of NXT and the current father running the show, decided to show off. We had we one had of those grand slam, you mean? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> we we had one of those nights where I felt like NXT was restored. They had old superstars, they had new superstars, they had legends in the house, and most importantly, they had the fans. We are here today on this show, about to have a full blown conversation about freaking NXT, gentlemen. Is it safe to say that NXT is back? Oh yeah. And you they know what's so about beautiful about now. that show? It was it two was, months they've been back. The, the, the NXT kids cooked. And, and the other legends was accessories. There you had you Oscar there. Yeah, she went in there, went, wrestled Roxanne. And you know, okay. People, you, you know what? I don't, I'm not getting into the ratings talk because we saw it blow out the water and people thought they were talking <laughs> about demos. Again, like I said before. Leave that to the experts right here. We yeah, all got degrees yeah, in television. On. We can break that stuff down to you. Yeah, we uh, took a freaking class on it. Good God. Exactly. Uh, you know, so. Shout, uh, shout out to Brian should let me use his book. You're a real one, brother. <laughs> you already know. Um, you know, but I, I sat there and I said, okay, Roxanne and um, Oscar, they going against the best match of the whole night. If we Let's not kid ourselves. Strickland and Danielson, they was the match of the night, right? Of everything. But it's not about the wrestling, folks. It's about the storytelling. It's about the entertainment. It's the show. All right. We got people. All the women went to Oscar and was giving her a thank you for coming. I was like, right. That's what I was. Yep. Show show respect. Mm -hmm. Not only did she wrestle, but going backstage, talking to the people. And I'm like, she had her own locker room. She felt like a bona fide star. The greatest how supposed to be champion. Like, did they say that? They, they, yeah. they definitely did say that. And and who's Re- to say she like who 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 else is not like? Reminded you that she's undefeated. So if you do decide one day to pull the trigger on somebody, that's going to make them immediately. Oscar goes immediately. down there and beat. And let's just say, you know, um, Vi um, Viola Carey. You know, mm-hmm. she she beats her. Right. Instantly. So you, you saw that, but you also had, you know, Dom Mysterio. Let's not kid ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all know I am a Dom Mysterio fan. He is in my top 10 favorite wrestlers currently. Mine too. I love him. But there's no reason he should be beating Ian Dragunov. Either that, and he didn't. And that's what I love because it's like he, he didn't. They went out there. They, they had a great match. And then boom, he lost because that's one of the best, the best wrestler on NXT, one of the best wrestlers in the world. You know what I mean? And, and he went to school because he, we, we said this before, right here. Dom is technically like 
he would if it wasn't for the judgment day and his dad, like if it wasn't for the storytelling, he would be on NXT. So it, it, it made it credible. And for Dragonoff, it's credible because you just be a main roster guy, a guy who is a champion. So overall, uh just a great show. And we'll we'll touch more into it. But I have to say, compared to AEW, man, and I said this on Patreon. I don't know if anybody got a chance to check it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal this right now. Um, my number one, the number my number one and one A wrestlers have been restored back to Hulk Hogan and and um. Oh, Hogan. what? Ho, 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 ho! Check the feed, brother. Goodness gracious! Hold on, time out, brother. Time out, brother. Just drop the phone. What? Yeah, what yeah. are you saying? Uh, exactly what you think I'm saying. When, oh, when listen, I, oh, we got we got a lot to get into. We got to go ahead. I'm 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 shocked right now. Like you got, I'm, <gasps> I'm all over the place. Right I had now. to. I, I I had to. And this is why you y'all subscribe to Patreon. I had to come to this conclusion. I've been fighting this for a couple months now. Oh no, that um, it's Daniel Bryan, but it's not Bryan Danielson. Huh, man. I'm listening, I, brother. Go ahead. I, I, I'm listening. I, I, Allow me to uh just take this a little bit TV fourteen. Okay, that's right. Did y'all watch the the game, the TV show? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Did you watch the one with Malik and Laura London? Oh, they, they, I when she was Kira, right? Uh huh. Uh... You know when they hooked up and he kept mm. saying he didn't feel it. Yeah. And he was crying. Uh oh. Yeah. That's the equivalent of me watching a Brian Danielson in AEW. Oh, that, man. That, you remember wow now, now now just for context what is going on right, right now man just for context <laughs> when, when, y'all y'all see what, I, what colors i believe right yes sir black and orange now if you remember when we watched him win the championship i loudly said this was better than the orioles winning the world series when he won that championship at wrestlemania 30 and I remember D. In all, in all fairness, and, brother, I don't think we thought they always had a chance anytime soon to win the World Series. So I can well, understand why. Well, I did say it was better than the Ravens and the Lakers winning the championship. That's you how did. That's true. Great that feeling was. Right? Even when he came back as Daniel Bryan. I even said that if he'd have beat Roman Reigns, I remember I was on Britt Water's show. Um, it was um, me and um, I forgot the other gentleman's name. But we was on her show. Right before WrestleMania 36 or 37. And I said, man, if he, he y'all ain't going to be able to stop here in the end of it if he becomes champion. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching AEW. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, I'm just not getting that same feeling no more. And last night solidified. Ah, ah, as ah, great man. as the match was. You know why? Because it's, it's this, I, 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 I admit I'm a Daniel Bryan fan, but Brian Danielson is a good wrestler. It, 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 even, even when I met him via Zoom, it was like, oh, cool. It wasn't that feeling like Brandon had when he met Chris Jericho. Or I had when I met <laughs> <laughs> when I met Brett the Hitman Hart and he signed my winged eagle. Shout out to Dr. D. You just keep bringing it up, don't you? Just keep throwing it in my face. No, that's okay. I'm happy. We should But but it, it, it it's like, and that's what I said. It's it's, it's the it's the full package, the sports entertainment, you know. That's why I was gonna say Daniel Bryan had stories. Brian Danielson just goes out there and doesn't wrestle. And we're talking about Bret Hart, who people think is boring, which I don't. No, think no, at all. that's disrespectful. If you look at like Bret was an inspiration, you know, 
Uh, mm-hmm. I got a chance to talk to Dax and um, Cash earlier. Was that this year? Last year? Last year. And they said, like, you know, for them. You saw F- they, FTR, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said the reason why, because it was the joke on, you know, they was trying to figure out who, which one of us or the Mac Mania crew has said that Bret Hart was overrated. It was Flobo. And um, he went, <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. I, I, shout out to Flobo. A little bit of heat, buddy. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he, I know he happy right now. Diamondbacks winning. But he said that. Um, Somebody's got to win. Jeez. Right. And he even brought it up. He was like, man. He said when when Cash, I think it was Cash, said, man, you know, didn't really have a father or father wasn't there. And Brett was like right there. And he was inspiration. He said, man, I could crap for that man's dreams. But like Brett was that. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I like good wrestling, but give me storytelling any day. Especially when you got a guy like Braun Breaker coming out there. Braun Breaker's gone to another level. And Undertaker had to put him in this place. Ah. And that's a story. Isn't it crazy how that's how that by itself is a story? Just like that. Just that fast, man. And 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 we saw it. So listen, <laughs> we're all over the place. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're gonna take the fans on a journey with us. You guys, you guys ready to go on this journey? Yeah. Um, this is what was there we go. Let's see. There's a few comments. Yeah, that's true. Um, just a few few comments for the fans to see. But we're, we're going best to... protected them. I will God dang it. Uh oh. <laughs> Well, Tony Khan, we might be safe because Tony Khan, somebody, even, uh, shout out to Seahawk. Seahawk said, yo, somebody take Buddy's phone because he over here right now on Twitter dropping uh, clues bombs saying, you know, that, you know, pretty much making illusions that he who shall not be named mm-hmm. is uh, doing things like um, taking shot or shooting his shot. And that was his word. He was, somebody said he's taking shots. Of his. Well, Vince always shoots his shot. That's how he uses influence to shoot his shot. Oh man. Okay. It's <laughs> a lot to unpack there. Let's let's with that being said, let's take people on a journey. We're gonna revisit NXT. We're mm-hmm. gonna re- revisit um Dynamite. So I got notes. See, I was ready today, brothers. Look, come on now. Click the cloud. I'm ready. All right. I keep and I keep shuffling the paper because I'm trying to get like the sound effect into the microphone. Brian, I'm sorry if this is annoying you. Um <laughs> nah, it's good. Cause it, it, okay. it's, it's audio candy. Okay, good. So I'm glad so I'm glad it's the right audio candy. So NXT starts off with uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes makes his um, his triumphant, um, not return, but his uh, arrival to to the performance center, and and mm-hmm. it was special. And this is the difference between AEW and W and, and NXT and WWE. We'll start right there. Everything that WWE uh, has a story. It, it reminds me of Brandon the Guy Guy in Championship Culture. Every belt has a story. Mm-hmm. Um, everything they do is with a purpose. It has a story. So let's start at the verse. The very beginning with the first story they told as soon as the show started right mm-hmm. cody rhodes makes his uh he finally makes his way to the performance center now that's a place that he's always loathed he's always had a a, a hateful relationship with the performance center it's because that's the house that dusty Rhodes built yeah and it has and been he well- didn't get to eat at the table and he didn't get it that's perfect perfectly said he didn't get to eat at the table and and we know that has always bothered him it's always rubbed him the wrong way and he said it i never thought i would be here but i am so that's the first story they tell. Cody Rhodes shows up to the performance center. Uh, mind you, the day before Dusty's birthday, I believe. Um, Dusty Rhodes was his birthday today. Yeah, his birthday was the day. Shout out today. to him. Shout out to Cal. Shout out to Rhea Ripley. Shout out to Ricochet. Quite a All few birthdays birth- today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cardi B, another wrestling fan. There you go. Uh, yeah, she's uh, definitely a massive wrestling fan. And he shows up as the uh, with a few announcements. It was supposed to be one announcement, but he showed up with a uh, few announcements. And he also made the uh, one. He he announced that for one. That uh, 
they would be a uh, a a male version of the top prospect tour. I, I don't. They call it. They call it the male breakouts. The breakout. The breakout yeah, breakouts. To me, it's just it, it's a it's a it's a concept that they uh, took from Ring of Honor. The top prospect tournament they used to do every year. Just an opportunity to put the guys in the tournament, uh, girls in the in the tournament, and introduce them to the rest of the audience and give give them a quick rub. So they announced that they're going to do a male one. They did. They've had success with the female tournament. They've decided they're gonna do a male, which I think is excellent. He also made the announcement that uh, the, the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team uh, Classic will, will return. You know, I remember the first one we watched where Samoa Joe and Finn Balor won the first one, correct? I believe they did. And uh, wow, that is true. Yeah, that was before they got the beefing. They were. Uh, yep, they that's won, the they set won it up, up, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and uh, y'all said it was a tie. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you're in denial on Garage. Uh, so. He 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 made that announcement, and then he made another announcement that uh, he would be the guest general manager, and he would make comments all night like, "Ooh, this booking stuff isn't uh isn't easy," which is something that his father did for years yep. for for the NWA Jim, Jim Crocker promotions to be specific, as well as uh, early years in WCW World Championship Wrestling. So it was good to see Cody. It was good to see him in that role, and it was good to see him, you know, kind of in the space. A man that, was in the suit. Yeah, you know Cody Rhodes always stays student suited and Buddhist. What do you guys mm-hmm. th- think about how the show kind of started off? Because it started off kind of hot. Mm. I, I liked it. I really liked it because, like, I mean, and I know I'm programmed to when it's a big show, sure, to give me a, a, a you know, kind of that welcome, that 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 feeling of you know, welcome to the show. You know, what opening promo, the opening monologue. I like that. Like, I like when wrestling start off like that. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a. Uh, first of all, it's like you start your TV off, and and then the first thing you play is the hottest theme song out there, mm-hmm. and and the in professional wrestling, especially for the WWE audience. There's a number of different <laughs> things that uh that happened that I just want to discuss. Mm-hmm. First, first of all, the show was we knew the show was going to be insane. We knew that. To me, uh, I know we were in the group chat and we were discussing it. We were calling uh NXT's uh night different different names and stuff like that. Um, we were t- we we kept calling it like NXT Homecoming and NXT WrestleMania. All these different things is because Grand Slam, Grand Slam. Face. There you go, <laughs> Grand Slam in your face. Uh, we were calling, we were giving it all these different names is because that's what it felt like. It felt like a uh, it felt like a homecoming. The only person I was missing was probably Kevin Owens, but you know it it was it was it was such a fun show. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like how like you said, Brian, it's where the young the young talent had a chance to kind of you saw. NXT in its proper setting, right? Mm-hmm. This is a good. This is a good show, Michael Triple HR. We know that it's a developmental brand, but we also know that it's a third brand. So how do you tell both of those stories, or how do you keep both of those identities so you don't take the product out of context, right? So when you see a new face and they wrestle another new face, you're not like, oh, this is dumb. I don't know who they are, right? Yeah. You know, but you understand like, hey, th- these are the superstars that paved the way for you. So now they, they've come back to visit because one, they're putting over the atmosphere of the show. You know, John Cena said, thank you for allowing this place to be somewhere where the main roster wants to come and visit. So it makes NXT look like must must be TV. Like it's, mm-hmm. pro- it's probably 200 people in that whole place, but they make it. The atmosphere is so small in your face. It, like it originally started even at Full Sail. You know, it, it provides a different type of environment for wrestling fans, especially, and that's how it comes across on TV. So, 
there's a couple of things that happened throughout the night that I was like, man, this is just great television. It's because <laughs> it forwarded storylines. It helped to add to some of the characters of these developing ter- uh, uh, characters and, and, and stars in NXT that, that are trying to kind of catch their footing. But it also kind of opened our eyes to a lot of different to a lot of um, a lot of different aspects of the show. So we're going to discuss a few things on the show outside of the matches that you guys enjoyed. So let's just start. Um, I, I'll start with one of the things that um, caught my attention immediately. Paul Heyman. Bro. Paul freaking Heyman. Mm. The subtleties <laughs> that they pull off every time they're on TV always. And, and I blame Bray Wyatt. He had us going down that rabbit hole. So now I'm always just like this. And. I love how they had him in the back and 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 the, and the cameras and it's, it's an old TNA trick because TNA used to do it when Eric Bischoff came along mm-hmm. J- when him and Jason Hervey <laughs> added the, like the whole backstage segments where it's like this whole fly on the wall where cameras happen to catch what's going on backstage. We saw that element incorporated to NXT, which I think was uh, f- uh fantastic because we saw Paul Heyman backstage with Ava Rain. Everybody knows she's the Rock's daughter. Everybody knows that her group pretty much got released. And, uh, and we saw him pointing at the bloodline phone case and you know she make... dropped her last name. She just Ava now, right? Yeah. Okay. She so check somebody on Twitter. So add so add her to the list of Biggie Langston, Adrian Neville, <laughs> yeah, uh, and Antonio, Antonio Cesaro. Like, are we missing anybody else? Um, Biggie Langston. Yeah, Matt Biggie, Riddle Biggie got Langston. his name back. And um, what's the other one that got his name? Andrade Cien Almas. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Andrade Cien Almas. I still call him Andrade Cien Almas. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely for the culture of soccer. Definitely notice the gray. And I love how like it's been slow burn, he's, too. Yeah, because he's trying to see. He's, he's selling how stressed he is in the situation. the tribal chief's not there. But he'll be there Friday uh, to, to uh, get everything in order. And he sold that, too. So. How do you how did you guys like the tease of Paul Heyman kind of uh, making his rounds? One one of the things that I noticed he did, even not only with Ava Rain, but he also was doing the same thing with um, Braun Breaker. One of the biggest things that I noticed, and, and we study this when it comes to television, is when you tell the audience something without saying anything. And, and I saw a comment on X or Twitter. I'm I'm not letting it go just yet. I keep calling it X, but it's, when I, I put know. in dot dot dot, I gotta type in Twitter. So we are gonna call it Twitter. Yeah, we'll just we'll call it Twitter. Mom call it Twitter. I'm gonna call it Twitter. Mm-hmm. One of the things I always notice is that somebody said it. You saw you saw the way Paul Heyman was talking to Braun Breaker and reminding him of his history. Something that in the previous regime people kind of went away from. And we'll talk about family history and another one in a minute. But Paul Heyman, you saw him just kind of planting the seeds and Braun Breaker and just listening to him. And somebody says it like, man, Paul Heyman's out here recruiting again. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to find his next meal ticket, and I'm like, that makes sense because that's what Paul Heyman usually does. And it's those subtleties, and I was like, man, it makes sense as to why he's down here is because you never know what can happen to Bloodline, and he likes working with a certain type of talent. But uh, what what are some of the moments? Did the Ava you... part happen on TV, or was that just social? No, it happened on TV. I saw okay. it. it was all right, on TV. I, I, I... All right, because I'm bouncing. I, I got three screens on. Mm-hmm. And then I was streaming. Um, shout out to TWG Universe. So mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, because <laughs> I no, you know what happened? Mm-hmm. That's when the second home run happened. Okay, and, and I remember hitting the group chats with the video. So I was like, did this? Because you know they not away from just throwing stuff on social mm-hmm. during the show. Again, we saw that during the Bray Wyatt stuff. 
Oh yeah. How many times we running up to this pausing the TV screens? But um, when I, when I saw that, I said, "Oh boy, so this is how you kind of tease it, maybe." Um, because you know that who did the same thing, Solo Sokoa. Yep. He was no, nah, I'm not with the bloodline. I'm I'm doing my own thing. Now you got Ava. You know, and what better way? It, 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 y'all can say let it go, right? But what better way than to really get in the rock's head if you got his baby girl on your side? And that's opening up the doors, even if you just tease it because you let's say you don't have him locked in mm-hmm. for 40, right? Mm-hmm. But you, you, you got this safe card. Because now, if you need to go there, you can go there, and that adds to the. It's so much, but like you say, even with Braun Breaker, because now Braun was somebody that I had penciled in to beat Roman eventually, mm-hmm. but then he regressed, and I'm like, right. all right, that sounds crazy. But now, I also didn't think Roman would hold the title a thousand days. Mm-hmm. But again, like you say, you're looking for that type of star. That could be something down the line. Look. What did his his biggest line to Roman Reigns was during that first matchup with Brock Lesnar is you're the right person with the right look at the wrong time. Mm. Fast forward years later, right? Look whose side he's on. Yeah, that's true though. Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman always up to no good, but I he 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 I think he played his uh, part very very well. <laughs> I like this one right here. <laughs> you should have said, I really hope you're better at fractions. Better with fractures than your uncle. But in all fairness, though, Daniel, Scott Steiner is a shoot mathematician, like a math genius. Scott of math. Did you see the TikTok videos of that? No, I did not. So there's a guy, a teacher on TikTok and YouTube, mm-hmm. who basically breaks down Steiner math and really? said that Scott Steiner actually cheated himself because he has he had more of a percentage of winning the match. Wow. But yeah, they said I believe he's the. Uh, uh, if you go on TikTok, I, I gotta find a video and send it. But I do believe, like I heard that he is like. I'm not sure if he's a necessarily a math teacher, but you gotta remember, Steiner Brothers from the University of Michigan. Of course, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's they, academic school, right? They ain't yeah. No dummies. <laughs> no, no doubt. Uh, so uh, another one of the things um, that caught my attention, brother Brandon, is is it me, mm-hmm. or are they kind of teasing more stuff between Mellow? And Trick Williams. We saw John Cena show up backstage. He's there with Melo Hayes. He's there with Trick Williams. They talking. And Carmelo Hayes seems to be like back to his normal self. He's not stressing out as much. He's like, yeah, man, we, we, we're going we're gonna to get my title back. And we're going to get yours back, too. And, and he's and Trick Williams is just looking at him. He's got this look on his face. And you can tell it's bothering him. And Cena's looking at Trick Williams like, hey, man, you, are you what's, come on, man. Y'all are boys. You good? And then Trick Williams eventually goes to him, man. Like, when, when would you... When did you know it was your time? Because Trick Williams has gone out there. First of all, Trick Williams is probably about to be a like a he's about to break out. Like he's a long way to go in the ring. But I'm telling you, they're getting that man ready. They mm-hmm. are grooming him to be it. But I'm sitting there watching the exchange between the two, and I'm telling you, he's bothered by this whole notion of him being a sidekick. I smell a heel turn coming very, very soon. Once again, like like you said, brother Brandon, in in the chat, they're planting these seeds, man. And I'm like, but I don't think it's. I, I think he missed a bigger picture. Well, what, um, what, what's what's the bigger picture? Tell I'm me. Waiting for this. Every person that Carmelo has wrestled, Trick mm-hmm. Williams has wrestled too. Yeah. Every person that's mm. been in this title feud, 
Carmelo and Trick have both wrestled. One lose the draw. That's the one story we tell it, mm-hmm. right? And remember, Trick was the one that said, I need to go do my own thing, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted to prove it on his own. He won the North American title. He lost it on his own, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now look who, after um, Elian off one, here comes Corbin, right? Oh, look at me. I'm coming to get a title shot. Dijak was like, no, you're not. Yo, that, that, yo, that that was tough though. That was right. tough. But now think about that it. You was got Ilyanov, mm-hmm. Dijak, Corbin, Mello, Braun Breaker, and now Trick. You got your main event for the next year. Already mapped out any of these equations, and Trick don't have to turn. But Trick though is not going to sit back and let Carmelo go be filmed because let's be honest, mm. Trick is getting over because, and I say it every time, the brother here. As soon as a superstar realizes how to get the fans in on you and to do something, it could be something. Bobby Lashley with that stupid. <laughs> no, I hate because that. he got dumb. people in to do it, it became like his thing. Yeah. Like, and what are they saying? Whoop that trick. When Carmelo come out, they just cheer. Oh, look, it's him. That's his gimmick. He's him. I, I'm fearful that Carmelo has lost his mouthpiece and his voice in Trick Williams. That, oh, hold on, all. hold on. Let me let me throw this at this for you. Because you cook, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. So I'm, I'm scared <clears throat> that he's going to get lost in the shuffle and become another good wrestler because his promos aren't hitting as much. And remember, he lost gracefully to Illinois, shook his hand, and what did he do now? What do you do with him now? And I'm not, I don't want to say he's going to get into that. Braun Breaker had to do something different to get back into our limelight. Yep. Trick that's, is already true. doing all that stuff. He, he got looking, the crowd. Melo looking very AEW-ish. Huh? Melo looking very AEW-ish. Right. This him gimmick ain't too hot with all his mouthpiece anymore. So now the mouthpiece is doing his own thing. He got the crowd to say, whoop that trick. He's getting on Raw. Remember, he was backstage with the title. That's all Introducing takes. himself. The same thing Carmelo was doing in the stands and having a match. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see... Trick Williams appear other places more than we do Mellow. Bro, I said that though. Didn't I say that a couple weeks ago? I said, man, I think nah, Trick you, Williams. Bro, you said that a couple months ago. Like, I've been you, saying it for a minute. You, I know talent when I see it, bro. Remember, I said, I said, I said, I think Trick Williams has a better upside than him. Like when, like, when, when you saw the gear change, uh, the, the main event gear. I saw it, and, yeah. I, and like that's the first he time I saw him. In, the shorts. Right, that's the first time I saw him in like wrestling gear outside of mm-hmm. his like open up shirt, and you know, and I was just like, I watched him, and I was like. Okay, I think I can take you seriously as far as your look is concerned. And we after, was in DC, and he had red yeah. long pants. I was like, something's missing with him. Yeah. Remember, I kept saying something, something's not right. Then they changed him. They just, I think they let him be more of a confident person and yeah. arrogant. Let that come out naturally. And then what is he doing? He's trying to figure out, I, I when is it my time? I've been back fiddle. I've been his and, kid hype man. And that's his year. And that's his that's his story. That is his story. You could you you're we are watching this man struggle with that in so many different situations. Mm -hmm. And and I'm watching it like yo, I can't, I don't know how to take this. Like I'm like, is he is he gonna get mad or what? What's going on? And um I think it was Yeah, remember he's a former athlete, and that's the way, like you said, he kind of carried himself of like, I'm not a number two. Yeah. Yeah, he's confident, (laughs) but it's gonna come off as being arrogant and cocky. But but he's just confident. After he graciously took that role, though, like he's like, "Look, I did my part," 
and and he yeah. did and 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 his whole thing was everybody got comfortable with him being in that space and and i'm telling you now that and i was talking to um dennis king earlier and he was saying you know carmelo goes to the main ro- i mean yeah carmelo goes up to the main roster i was like why to do what there's nothing for him to do and nxt is at the point now where you can have people that will have feuds there and still be as important still be seen Versus you got people on Raw and SmackDown that we haven't even seen or did anything with. Yeah. Because it's a it's a healthy roster. I'm not gonna say bloated. It's a healthy roster mm-hmm. that with a five match review, everybody ain't getting on it. But Bingo. on a twelve match, maybe big four, you might get a little bit more in there. But we're gonna have something on Monday Night Raw SmackDown that's pay-per-view worthy at least once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the crazy part is though? Um I just, I really, really, really see how, like, Shawn Michaels is taking his time with certain talent, and I don't know. I'll save it. I, I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm going to save it. We're gonna, we're gonna move on. Well, yeah, he's taking his time, and they're figuring out what works for him. Like it, like let's be honest. And I, and I said this to, I think I said it to you. No, I said it in a group message. Look what he's doing with the women. The women. He he, Match. he. I don't know how to. I don't know. Before you go, before hold, please. I'm not. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't know how he does it. I don't know what they're doing. But it's like for me, I'm not the biggest like women's wrestling fan. Like just because they're women, like I just like wrestling. I, I'm not. I'm not discriminatory. But for some reason, NXT has found a way to develop these young ladies to the point where I recognize them now. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay, I get her. I get her. Like I like Tiffany Stratton. I didn't get her two months ago. I get her now. But go ahead. Yeah, and that's he's figured out a way to make. Why did Lola Vice, Lola Vice? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Lola Vice, yeah. and had Electra Lopez side at a ringside. Remember Electra Lopez? We was all bad that she didn't get called up with her boys. Mm-hmm. She had to stay there, right? Yep. And Danny Palmer, how was that match better? And I'm, I'm gonna say this: anybody gonna think I'm hating on that other company? Their match was better than some AEW women's matches that I've seen. Lola Vice went out there showing off, and she was pretending like she Both. wasn't. Like she and was out there was trying to work. And it was a breakout tournament. They had time. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a whole bunch of like. It wasn't a spy fest. It was a decent wrestling it's match. It's a story. Said, okay, that's, what are they going to do next? That's you know, and I feel like I would watch. I would watch that combination again on okay. any show because you know they're just going to keep building. And he found a way. Everybody doesn't look the same. Everybody don't have the same appearance. Everybody don't have the same appeal. Mm-hmm. Every person on that roster is different. And it's not just, you say, oh, come into the ring now, the real Dwayne Allen versus Brian H. Waters. Right. It doesn't feel like it's just a cut cookie cutter. It's a gimmick. It's a presence. It's almost like a, okay, what is she going to do? Like, even backstage with <laughs> Axiom sitting there, you probably want to go see who's the guy in the mask because he was talking to Dirty Dom, and that was, um, uh, what's his name? That said he um is disrespectful to no was that Nathan Fraser? No, oh, what's his I name? Forgot. Um William Riggle's son. That was his son, right? Yeah, that yeah. I, what is it? What did he go by? See, I, I don't I don't remember his working name. Well, I can't I think of his name, but you know what I mean? It made you feel like, well, who's that? Let me go see what they can do. I sure. feel like every single person 
has a purpose. They're not just. But that's like I was going to say that you, you, your, your tagline is every belt has a story. And, and that's the thing. Like every wrestler has a story. When you sit back and you try to think about. Well, you know why you want to see this person. It, it's what Vince Russo did right during the Attitude Era. Everybody loves to like get on like Russo and say stuff. But I, I go back like, you know, I've been, I actually watched a couple episodes of Sunday Night Heat recently. And one of the things I noticed, like, everything, everybody out there had a story. And that's the thing. When I look at the women, there's a different story for all of them. A lot of them do intertwine. Um, The same with the men. Like you just said earlier about the main event for NXT, you got six different common, well, well, probably more, uh, different combinations (laughs) for the the next year. And, and, And you remember, from a television standpoint, we don't know what that TV deal looked like for uh, NXT, how much longer it's going to be on USA. So that the show has to be good to keep it on because they don't want to just put it on Peacock. You know, we want more eyeballs on it. You want to be on USA on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Or, or, Especially you know. such a random night. And yeah. think about it. Even look at Thea Hale. I was, you know I was a big fan of her. And mm-hmm. now the whole thing would change you. It's like, okay, let me see what she's going to do. Even though she ain't wrestled a little bit, I'm like, let's see what she's going to do next. I'm vested right. in this story now. It's 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 insane. Like I said, it, I there's there's so many things that they're doing, and I think to me it goes back to the comment that Shawn Michaels had made before when he said, he said it seems like that um that NXT was probably the most like the Attitude Era since then, and I think that's kind of what he was referring to uh, when you guys were talking about just mm-hmm. it's not about the product or the popularity, but it's about the fact that they they have taken time to make sure that it Charlie Dempsey, over. thanks, big text. Okay, there man. you go. <laughs> Everybody Charlie Dempsey. at the same yeah, time. Like, like, what's his working name? Um, but he kind of made it clear like everybody plays a part in everybody. Who is Nathan Frazier? Nathan Frazier it was uh is is one of the UK guys. You're not lying. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I just read the comment. But uh, <laughs> it was respectful. Yeah, it it, it was. was. If if you're watching, please. <laughs> so, but when 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 Shawn Michaels was talking about the ad, like this is the most is you know it's it's the closest thing to the ad era. I think he was referring to mm-hmm. how it didn't matter where you are on the card, everything has a purpose, and, and and it's not diminished. It's just that everything still had a role. Everybody, every sigma, every uh, star that's on TV that's that's earned their way into the mix, kind of has has um been made important. So it stands out, but but NXT, <laughs> NXT's night will kind of also just continue to wow. <laughs> Seth Rollins light. Um, NXT will continue to blaze trails, mm-hmm. and um, there, there, there's a new superstar in town that um that talk about blazing his own trail, and we have been teased for a little bit. With this promo, oh, with this look, and we were like, "Oh man!" And we and and, and they knew that we knew who it was. Mm-hmm. It's because they did subtle things and blatant things to show, and we were convinced that this man, Brian Pillman Jr., uh, who has a first of all a new look and a tapered shape up. So him and Trick Williams got the same barber. Um, <laughs> We're showing up to NXT. Now, I remember telling you brothers a while ago, I said, man, if there's anybody that would benefit the most from NXT, it would be like a Brian Pillman Jr. I saw him when he first went on. I want to clarify, you said about three years ago. 
It was that long ago I said that? Yes. Yes. Bro, I, re- it, I didn't it, realize it was that long ago. It, it was, it was it right when AEW first debuted on my I was going to say, it was out of the MLW into the AEW transition. Yeah, because it was when he got said, stuck with um, his tag team partner. Mm, yeah, when yeah. they when they were the varsity blondes, and it's like yeah, it's, I think you said it around that time because you was like, I don't get it or something like that. You was like, he would benefit from NXT. <laughs> yeah, first they needed Jericho like a mentor, but mm-hmm. then, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy because I just I I I I know talent. I don't know. I can't call it, but here's the interesting part of this. This wasn't any ordinary promo. It, it was kind of confusing in a lot of ways, and 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 I'm gonna tell you why. It's because when they sold it to us. We're like clearly it's Brian Pillman Jr. We're seeing we're seeing sort of things like the tiger shirt that his father wore. We're seeing his hair. We're seeing the goatee. We're seeing WCW Saturday Night, where he mm. pretty much primarily made a name for himself the most. Yep. You know what I mean? We saw all these things. We were like, oh, it's clearly Brian Pillman Jr. Videos of second and third generation stars. Right. Just it. it once again, they were telling us something without telling us anything. Mm-hmm. And then we they they finally make us wait until this Tuesday night, and Brian Pillman comes on there. And he pretty much cuts like a backwards promo. Brian Pillman Jr. starts to talk about his father and his life in the business and how people said he was this and the third. And then immediately it takes a completely different shift. He goes, I can't stand the fact that I keep hearing that. I never knew that man. I was like, what? He's like, he said, I've tried everything from lacrosse to football. He said, I even went to college and got a degree. He said, but the fact is, this is in my blood and it bothers me. I was like, and, and I, I'm sitting there confused. I'm like, wait a minute. Why? You, you, you look like your dad. You're talking like your dad. You look unhinged like your dad. And then, and then all I see is now you're burying your dad. No pun intended. Respectfully. And he's like, I don't want to be known as that name anymore. Like, I'm going to bury that name along with my father. I was like, ah. I'm gonna take the name. Christ, that was from Christian line of it, it right. Like he he literally said, like, I'm gonna take the last name of the, of man, the man who Christian. really raised me. And I was like, but you look like your dad on purpose. And <laughs> I was so shocked and I was so confused. But I was like, yo, this is this is definitely some DX WWE swerve. It's because we knew there was gonna be an issue, right? We were like, okay, so what what are we gonna do? Is he going to come in as Brian Pillman Jr. and be a carbon copy of Brian Pillman? Or is he going to be get an opportunity to be himself? And it's like, okay, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you look like your father, but then we're going to have you bury your father and say, like, oh, you're this way because you can't help it because you're a junior, but you're going to do everything you can to make you, to make a name for yourself. And I guess the rumors, I don't know if this is official or not, the rumors are going around that his name is going to be Lexus King. Yeah. So yeah. Lexus hey, is homage to his uh, to, sister. To his sister who passed away. And then the last name of the man who actually raised him, from from what I know, his stepfather, I believe. I was like, or oh, whoever, whoever it was, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I forgot to start reading someone's social media, but I was like, wow, Shawn Michaels has instantly used one promo package, and he and he ran it correctly, and he immediately made me care about this man that much more than what I've ever seen him do in AEW in the last three four years that he's been there. To the point where they decided to renew that man's contract. Let me, let me ask y'all this, yes, sir, real quick. When you see a second or third generation star of somebody who was like one of your favorites, mm-hmm. do they automatically gain an interest for you from you? Yes. 
Okay, because like like I I was talking to Brother Fam about this last year at like one of the wrestle conventions, right? Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, I said, man, you know, I'm a fan of Brian Pillman Jr. And if anybody know Brother Fam, Ricky Dragon Steamboat's his favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. But he said he didn't care about Rick, um, Richie Steamboat. Richie Steamboat, yeah. And I'm like, dang. And I remember I did not like Michael McGillicuddy because of the name, the gimmick. It was just weird. But I wanted to root for him when I found out on ObsessedWithWrestling.com that there was a Joe Henning out there, right? Mm-hmm. And you remember Randy Orton comes out, cuts that promo, like, why well, can't he use the name? All of a sudden, he becomes Curtis Axel. He's got me, you know, interested. When I first found out about Brian Pillman Jr., and he was on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, and he talked mm-hmm. about understanding that his name was getting him in places and he could charge more. We, because- we listened to that podcast. I, yeah. I listen to the same thing. I remember that because that's that's why I learned all them stories about. Oh, he never knew his dad. Yeah, right. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm listening to this, and I was like, man, you know, like I want to root for this kid because he's like Brian Pillman is in my in my top ten, and I'm like, I want, I really want to see. But then I'm like watching him on NXT. I mean MLW, and I was like, all right. Clearly, this is the Indies, you know. He's working with the Heart Foundation. <laughs> um, and then I'm watching him on AEW, and I'm just getting sick. I'm like, bro, come on now. Like, like they not doing nothing with him. And just like that, bro. That Just like that, Shawn Michaels. And, and this is why I said, like, y'all know, like, I'm a Bret Hart guy, right? But when it comes to producer Shawn... Oh, that's, Produ- that, that, that's the man right there. Producer Sean is doing his thing. Brandon, what do you think about the, the obvious change between, because uh, you, 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 you were, we were all there. Like we saw, we, as soon as we heard about a Brian Pillman Jr., we went looking for him. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, that's, oh, that's him right there. And it's obvious that for years he has been trying to do something. You know what I mean? We've been watching him kind of throw, throw, the, uh, throw the cupcakes against the, um... <laughs> wow, that's, that's clever. Um, throw the, oh, throw the, throw the get it. Throw the cupcakes <laughs> against the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And, and it's obviously had talent, but we like, man, he needs some kind of shaping. Like we got to figure out who he is and things like that. And it seems like before he even steps foot in WWE, there's already an anticipation where he immediately goes from a spoke on the wheel in AEW with the rest of four hundred wrestlers. So I'm telling you, as soon as he shows up to that performance center, he's going to be a big deal off of that one promo package that they just pretty much ran. They ran one promo package and they ran the full promo package after that. So, and I guess to your comment, when it comes to second or third generation stars, I hate when it's known and it's part of their gimmick that they are the son or the daughter of that wrestler. Why is that? Because at the end of the day, they need their own identity. Like, yeah, for instance, I was about to give me an example, please. Like, for how long did it take us to realize that the Usos was Rikishi's sons? Not that long, buddy. Come on. No, be honest with me, because we knew about them in Booker T's promotion, right? With Athena. Yeah. The main roster. They didn't say it until they really started catching traction. Oh, they're the sons of the Hall of Famer Rikishi. No. You, you, you're right, because we knew them as Umaga's nephews before we knew them as right. Rikishi's sons. You're right. You're so, right. You're absolutely case right. the point. So, like, when you look at somebody like a Charlotte Flair from day one, yeah, is it fair that we automatically going to say, oh, she's the son of the greatest wrestler ever. Oh, she's got so much love. She never had a chance to really be the Charlotte Flair that we might want. But when it comes to somebody like a Brian Pillman Jr., a Randy Orton, a Cody Rhodes, look what Cody Rhodes in his documentary said he had to do. 
You know what I'm saying? Because he was yeah. the son of Dusty Rhodes. Goldust had to become somebody totally different to make sure you didn't associate him with his dad. So well, he I, tried it. He tried it first. Yeah, and it didn't work. Because think about it. If you know your parent was this and you break it in, they're gonna automatically expect you to be that. Like I I love the fact that Dominic Mysterio broke away from Ray. I just wish that his name wouldn't still be Mysterio because I feel like oh, come even in on. And this That's is why I look fair, at the NXT. brother Brandon. Listen to me. Go ahead. I Every time there's commentary, they have to keep making references back to this Hall of Famer father. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's what? never going to feel like his own man, no matter how much heel stuff he do, how much. Yeah, because, you know, he did the same thing to his Hall of Famer dad. It's always brought up in the conversation. What, what, about, because... when it come, what about when it comes to, like, in, in their his, uh, lucha culture? You know what I mean? So, like, in, in Hispanic um, slash Mexican culture, it's important to carry on the legacy of a name. So, like, Ray took on the name of his um his uncle mm-hmm. who broke him into the business. Do you, make, do, you, do you make an exception in that situation for, for cultural purposes, or do you still feel the same way? For namesake, it's fine, because, like, the Colognes. Okay. We know yeah. their family was huge, right? But we didn't know Primo, Epico, and Carlito were all cousins until they started yeah. jamming it down our throat. That's you true. get what I'm saying? And it was yeah, like, I, I agree. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I, did, so, I did not know that Carlito was Carlos Colon's son until like later down the line. Exactly. But he forged his own path. And you're like, sure. oh, wow, that's that was different. One, you know what I mean? Like, one, oh, one, more, one more question about that for you. I, I I really hate to keep interrupting you. Does it count if the if the parent was not a megastar in the state? So like Carlos Colon is known for his time in, in WWC in the World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico. He was never really... I don't for I don't remember him being mentioned in the states as being like a top name in the WWF or the National Wrestling Alliance stateside at least. Mm-hmm. I I knew him more as a promoter wrestler promoter rather than that. Does does that make a difference to you either or distill? I think because it, it's kind of like with the Lucha, like with the Rey Mysterio knowing that he got his name from that. I think more importantly, it's when when it's fair to us and it it clouds our judgment for that wrestler because like. Natalia, we know who our father was, Mm -hmm. but she always forces it in our face that it was Bret Hart as her uncle. And even to her presentation, who could Natalia have been if she didn't go by, oh, my father is Janaville Nyhart and I'm wearing pink and black? What if she decided to wear green and yellow? I got one more. She could have forged a different path for herself. And then even down to her finisher, look, she's paying (laughs) homage to that. So it's kind of, it's, we don't know what other version of Natalia we could have got. What if you? you what, what, if, what if it's only to get your foot in the door? I listen. You, you you're saying all excellent points, and I just it's it's causing me to ask all these questions. What if it's only to get your foot in the door? Because think about it. If if you look at what she did, she was that was her presentation for a while, and eventually, once she kind of got over, she kind of naturally evolved into, you know what I mean, something else. And then you look at Owen Hart. Owen Hart came in. He wasn't <laughs> he wasn't necessarily pink and black attack at first. You know, no. but, but then, but then, and then he kind of like, I'm stealing it as a, as a kind of a, as a nephew to his brother Brett. Like, no, I'm the real king of hearts, and he kind of took on the glasses he got and, the and ran with it. Yeah, but and then eventually he got away from it when Brett Hart ended up leaving. You know, he kind of went and did his own thing. So does does it? Do you still feel the same if it's just to get your foot in the door? So like in a Braun Breaker case, it worked for him. It kind of propelled him. Natural born athlete, talented. You know, could pick up on it because athletes. That's why they. I think that's why they going with the NIL because they see a raven. Fast, yeah, they're they're seeing a faster return on mm. that because they're 
trainable and coachable. They have say, yeah, they, yep. They have repetition yeah. versus mm-hmm. me off the street. You're not going to sit there and tell me I got to flap on a mat 37 times in 20 that's minutes. That's the warm up. And that's just a warm up. Yeah, but that, the, the athletes hurt. are conditioned that way. Right. You get what I'm saying? So to get mm-hmm. you in the door, yeah, the, the name will have some weight to it, but I think it'll get people to pay attention because they know you already got a leg up because you grew up in that business. You grew up behind, even if you just was on the sides, like in the, you know how Young Rock, he was watching his mother and his grandmother run this promotion. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, because no, yeah, yeah, had, yeah, definitely. You have that, you already know certain things about, it's going to sound ironic, the culture because you were born <laughs> into it. I you see what you did there. So, I see what you did there, sir. You see what I did there? Yeah. But I just hate when it becomes their personality because I feel like it's really not fair. And then I feel like, okay, here we go. You know, and that might, it might not even be the case because. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Uh oh. <laughs> No, because I got to say this. Yo, TBS know Ernie Johnson always worked with the brothers. He literally on a baseball post show over with all the brothers. Oh, so they got, they just, that's funny. That's, I was I'm like, not they know. Hey, hey, shout out to him. He had a good book. I, I, I checked his book out earlier this year. Er, Ernie Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I think I had a free Audible credit. No, it was like free and audible. So I listened to it. Wow, I'm 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 curious about your point still, brother Brandon. Yeah. Ah man, because this this is taking a left turn. Like I know we gotta we gotta move on, but I'm a, I gotta I That's gotta a stay here for a second. Right it but really like, is though. Right, the, and this is the last one I'm gonna make. To the point, Ava Rain and Solo Sokoa mm. tried to forge their own path, right? True. Solo got sucked into it, mm. but was, we got wasn't Zillow. That the, wasn't that the best thing for him though? Yeah, and I'm not saying it's not, but he, he forged his path, right? Being Rikishi's son on the Indies, right? Mm-hmm. He came into NXT as Solo Sokoa, looked different, but you can't deny he, he's he's one of the Usos, right? Every, everybody he, knew it even he was denying it. Yeah, because but look at Zillow. Zillow is taking it on 100%. I am the son of Umaga. Look what I'm doing. I'm going to let you know this is my persona and this is what I want to live by. Whereas though Ava, she's... She's not saying I'm the Rock's daughter, but now we plant that seed that hey, y'all know who I am. I never said it. I ain't cut a promo. Mm. I ain't do nothing. I ain't put it. You know, I'm Ava Reigns or now Ava, but now they're putting the limelight and planting the seeds for you to be able to tell that story because she left schism. Is it go find your own path? We definitely got to turn this into a show because there there are some exceptions and there are some failures. Like, mm-hmm. like, like I give you an example, like, like a, a perfect example of what you're talking about, brother Brandon is like a Sean Stasiak, like, oh, God. like, come on now, like Sean Stasiak in comparison to Stan Stasiak, Stan Stasiak is, is, is a hall of fame wrestling legend. And then Sean Stasiak was just a joke. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> was, why, why did you do this? Built like a statue, but he was, a he joke. was meat. He was known as, that's what he, <laughs> he will forever why be known as. Why do we go down that rabbit hole? He will. He will be forever known as Meat, the freaking, <laughs> the love, the love toy, the boy toy of freaking <laughs> PMS, Pretty Mean Sisters. It's a little attitude <laughs> humor for you, but we got to move on. I that Demang, that was you. Who you? You cracked open the can of worms, brother Brandon. But with that being said, uh, did, we 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 did see a lot of that. We had a lot of great matches. Um, fight night. Um, we had. I, a, hold uh, on, I want to address Dylan's question. I don't think you have to necessarily put her in there right now i think you just plant in the early seeds 
You know what I mean? It, it that could be a, a whole long, long negotiation, but and I definitely don't think she's the one to go against Rhea right now. For the, that's what I think. Naya. Rhea told Paul Heyman, "It's authorized acknowledgement." Yo, yeah. <laughs> it, I, for, for those who are listening, <laughs> Dylan Matthews asked, "Do you think it's a good idea to put Ava Rain into the bloodline, when she will automatically be pitted against Rhea?" Interesting. I don't know. So that that's what Brad H was. Uh, yeah, my just. Fault. No, 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 no. You're good. Three sentences. Naturally addressing it. It's so can good, though. Say, can we take a second to just appreciate the fact that Rhea Ripley is the 100% without a shadow of doubt, the leader Bonafide. of a faction that has no nothing else but males in it? That no. is... She's dominant. She plays her... He plays her role so well. She's like... Mm-hmm. She and she she she's sitting there being flirty until, until until she got a dose of Trick Williams and all of a sudden she wanted to shake and rat, shake, rattle and roll. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when definitely she, shout out. She's well, she going to leave. It's okay. I got this. I was her like, and Jay Uso. Yeah, yeah. Jay Uso was like there. She looked at him like I. I saw her. I saw what she was pointing at too. I saw. I noticed. I don't know if anyone else noticed it. She said, <laughs> "She said you better. You said you better watch yourself." She looked down and said, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Oh, she better stop it. This is a children's program." She takes the risk. She's no, is loved by everybody. She is though, like, but she she's only freaking twenty seven. She happy birthday to her, like you said earlier. She just turned. Everybody's like, she's twenty seven. She's got such a long way to go. Um, this is I'm watching Ball Hey Randy Orton fights Randy Randy Orton is hell in a cell. I hated Ball Hey Randy Orton. I'm not gonna get into that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a, another crazy moment as the show ended. Man, this is something they teased. Oops, that's the wrong one. Um, which one is it? Nope. Is it not here? Was it at labels, man? Nope. Nope. There it is. I thought so that was it. Um dun, 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 dun. Another special moment happened, right? And and they and we when we were seeing the promos for in uh this special episode of NXT on Tuesday, um, live on USA, after the commercials we kept hearing a gong. We knew the Undertaker was gonna be involved in some way, shape, or form. We knew the dead man was gonna be lurking and um Braun, Br- Braun Brigger had just lost a match and the the two new pillars of this version of NXT, we knew mm-hmm. um, they both had a special moment in the ring with a with a bona fide Hall of Famer that thinks certain things just will never change, and as long as Undertaker is moving and shaking, he will always be the Godfather of professional wrestling. Yeah. He will he will he will always be the big dog in the yard that comes and comes and goes, however and as many times as he pleases. And Braun Breaker, I think he did an excellent job going toe to toe verbally with the Undertaker on the microphone i'm watching his progression over the years and he's become so much more natural and relaxed on the mic he doesn't like he's forcing anything mm-hmm. and um the big dog had to address him undertaker came out there and said look man you you may be the only um dog in the yard right now but there's always a bigger and better dog lurking around the corner and um they had exchanged undertaker did some old school stuff he you know put the mic in there he looked took his eyes off the undertaker rule number one never take your eyes off the person in front of you Undertaker popped him. He stole him in his face, and you heard it. Like he just popped him. He dropped him to the ground. Cool moment for uh, Braun Breaker and Undertaker. Carmelo Hayes. Uh, as the show went off, we didn't see it. It wasn't televised, but Carmelo Hayes had a chance to kind of have his moments to raise his hands with the Undertaker, and to take that victory lap with him and greet the fans. And uh, I just pretty much wanted to ask you guys, how cool is it that those guys kind of got the rough on the Undertaker in that way like to me that's the ultimate compliment that first of all nope I, I would never thought in a million years I would see Undertaker in NXT 
but the fact that he was able to be there with them and they got to have that moment as almost kind of like a like 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 a reward you know to get that validation from 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 the godfather of uh pro wrestling and the undertaker um I, I thought it was very special for both of them but uh, i can only imagine how they felt being in that moment to be able to say man we just we just kind of got the rub from the undertaker and just to have that moment on tv you know what i mean what you guys think yeah. about the undertaker's appearance on nxt I think we're probably getting the retirement taker that we probably should have been getting. Um, <laughs> and, 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 it, and it works. Isn't it crazy? Because look what he did for Garvis so Bray Wyatt when he came out and did that. Yeah. This is where. Special moment. And, and I think this is what bothers me the most about AEW when they get a legend. They don't utilize him in ways like this. What legends did AEW get? Huh? What legends did AEW get? For instance, when they got Sting. They okay. used. You get what I'm saying, like, and now, and I'm a, I'm gonna say this. You probably gonna hate no, what I said. No disrespect. You're not saying. using Jeff Jarrett in the right light. You're making him a regular wrestler. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. You Jeff, Jeff Jarrett's like, still a name, like. Yeah, yeah. It should feel special, like that. That moment wasn't for us as the fans. It probably meant more to those wrestlers to mm-hmm. one just talk to you and take him backstage, two yep. to share the screen with him, and three to put eyes on their product that probably wouldn't have been there and now people have seen something good and they know they're going to tune back in next week because you preaching, you preaching brother go ahead keep going i'm curious to see what's going to happen next because if he said i'm the big you know and i'm like because he called himself blah 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 Braun breaker and i'm like i was feeling the gimmick but now you had that man come do that mm-hmm. in the choke slam all right, Brian, what's next for you? What you going to do now? You just got chokes in front of Taker. I don't think anybody's going to make a joke about it. He's going to be madder, angrier, probably more aggression. We know we're not going to get that match with him, but rewind back. Paul Heyman said, I can see you in the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to – I want to tune in next week because this show was mm-hmm. what I believe stuff like Raw – Old school raw, all those emergency push the button and get all the. It wasn't a <laughs> showcase of legends. It was a, hey, I want to kill the ratings. I'm gonna call it what it is. But when I yep. kill the ratings, I'm gonna give you a show that you're gonna want to see next week and the following week. I'm gonna keep building because I'm more excited about NXT than I am AEW now. I am mean, I yeah. crazy for thinking that if uh? A certain person that keep running their mouth that this show would have been left alone. It would have been, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Becky Lynch, maybe John Cena. Mm-hmm. But once, Definitely you know, Cody. okay, well, I really even say not even him, right? right All right, maybe, saying, maybe Cody and stuff was that. He had that yeah, take yeah. insert Cody, maybe take away Heyman and Cena. Yes. But once a certain person started getting on their Twitter fingers, started doing this, it's like, okay, you want to play games? You forgot who you messing with? Cue the music. <laughs> he definitely forgot who the heck he was messing with. Like you, well, you said it best, Brian H. You said literally, for love of God, don't don't. Also, if he wanted to do this again, again. Right. the next time they say anything for NXT, because if you know, if you notice now, mm-hmm. when people saw the Undertaker is going to be in town, they tuned in just to see. Yeah. At this point now, anytime NXT is somewhere. And it's a live show. Who knows who's gonna be there? 
Why not ex- go ex- exactly? I mean, especially the way the way that the main roster guys pop up randomly any point in time. It's all it's it's got the surprise factor, and people like that. That's like it's it's, it's entertainment. I was I was uh, tripping out when I saw the line outside. They showed the line of people lined up to go to NXT, and I was like, man, that's just a just to get in. To be they a need part a bigger. Of, I hate to say they need a bigger venue. In all in all honesty, they probably it's probably that way every week. But mm-hmm. again. Uh, you you want to sit here and, and and try to start with the big dogs, and then and 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 also he came to their territory. He came to Tuesdays. I was thinking the same exact. Like, but like look I, at their premium live events. Their premium live events are selling. They only rope it off the very top row. I know. Some of some of the AEW events in. Uh, that's get, all I'm gonna say. You might want to take a. <clears throat> you might want to take a book from WWE Tony Khan and say, you know what? Let me get me a. A center that I can run collision yeah. in. And like Dylan said, he's like, the man lost by 300,000 plus. Yeah, that was bad. Um, all right, guys, we got to talk about AW. Here it is. <laughs> We're going to wrap up. We're not going to stay on this too long because there's not much to talk about this. But AW Dynamite Title Tuesday, they um they decided to go head to head with NXT this day. And we spent the whole show talking about NXT because it was worth talking about. Uh, the match card for this night was uh, Edge versus Luchasaurus. Um, Hikaru Adam versus Copeland. No, it's Edge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hikaru versus okay. No, his name's Edge. Uh, versus right. Soraya. Uh, Ray Phoenix um, versus. It was supposed to be John Moxley, but it ended up being Orange Cassidy for the AW International Championship. Mm-hmm. Adam Page versus Jay White. Daniel Bryan versus Swerve, which Bryan said he was extremely disappointed in. Y two J. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you said it, Brian. I'm disappointed in Dan. No, I'm not, not disappointed. I heard it That's right. The next, the next time you see him at Wally Mania, you got to have some explaining to do. <laughs> Daniel says at Wally Mania, I'm going to pop for that alone. Swerve's going to come looking for you like this. Hollywood. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, uh, Brother Brandon's favorite wrestler, Watch Jake, got, got squashed by uh, Powerhouse Hops. <laughs> Can we start with that, please? Because I'm just yeah, let's let's. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say one thing about mm. that match. Thank you for changing his ring gear and letting him be a dominant force that he should have been when he was mm-hmm. with Team Taz. Mm-hmm. You are two years behind the eight ball, but this is Hobbs. <laughs> we have been asking for. And only to be one up by Warlow saying, "You're not the only big meaty man to slap meat." Watch what I slapping meats. <laughs> but I, I don't have faith that Tony Khan gonna follow up on that. No, it's 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 obvious that we know what AW is. It's like it's the booking is always there, but you're booking a bunch of wrestling matches, and sometimes you forget that you're actually trying to put on a show. Now, if that is their um. If that's their formula, then so be it. Uh, I know we were talking a while ago. Just maybe, I guess, I, it's got to be a week or two ago. My timing is off because I, apparently I've said things years back. That, uh, <laughs> I, I swear, I swear, I feel like I said it like two, uh, two weeks ago. But th- there's an obvious problem with AEW with how their shows look, and now they're having really bad issues with uh, live attendance. I feel like the uh, new car smell is kind of worn off a little bit. And I, and I knew that was going to happen. Anytime something's new and fresh is exciting. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at this point, that formula has kind of run out. Uh, Edge debuted. He had his first match 
on AW Dynamite, and I was not impressed at all. I was impressed with that promo. I was just waiting to talk about the best wrestler on the roster right now, the best superstar on the roster. We talking Christian Cage? You already know. That's what I said. I was impressed with that promo. Christian said, get the sheets ready. Christian Cage is saving AEW. (laughs) What did he say, Brian? He said, get the sheets ready. Because your daughter's about to have a new daddy or something like that. Yo! Yo. He... I, it bothers me that he has all his best runs outside of the main, outside of WWE, because like I feel like nobody's going to hear about it unless they're diehard wrestling fans. And and the fact that Christian has had all his best moments outside of WWE is embarrassing to me. And I, and I blame he whose name should not be mentioned because every time he mentions his name, we have technical difficulties. It's because they just never let him loose, and it just the timing was off. Punished for being Edge's best friend, he, a bit big time, and and I just felt like. Even when they had a chance to resign him creatively, they were like, well, they, they just wanted to feed him the reins. He was going to be a spoken edge's wheel. And it's like, man, he was so much more than that. And he went on to AW. And it's now better he, than Edge. It, I, ah, man, it just, Edge's night, it, it was a lot of jokes about when he ran out there. And then they're like, Edge keeps forgetting that he's going to the side where there's no fans in the stands at. And then even his 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 match on um, AW Dynamite didn't really move the needle. Now, I know why Edge is in AEW, and and everybody knows why Edge is in AEW, and it's okay because WWE it was it, it was a mutual split based off what I'm hearing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because everybody was happy for him. Like, look, there's not much really for you to do here, and it there's you know Triple H and Shawn Michaels run the show. You know they're gonna push the youth, they're gonna push the young guys, they're gonna push those guys that didn't they're get their solid for the future. Yeah, because that's what you're supposed to do. Because they've always said, even in their click days, that your next stars are your lifeblood of the business. Uh, mm-hmm. and the, the ability to develop talent that's what they've put their focus on like even adam little adam was like he's like man aw just signed old guys and I, was like, <laughs> I was like i said dang i'm gonna say that on the show he said he said he said he said he said hey, wwe got new people he's like aw signing the old people and i was just <laughs> like buddy you 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 see it for yourself and i'm not disappointed i'm happy for him there's so much he can do there mm-hmm and I'm I'm grateful for it, man. But this show just did not live up to the expectation. It's AEW is going to give you what they give you every week. They're going to give you solid wrestling. I mean, there's there's no a, doubt about that. It, it it's, was a good it's, show, but it wasn't close. And, and, no, and it's got, just you know people thought oh he be based. I'm like when you know <laughs> talking about which show was better, it was not close. <laughs> what what you, do people say to you? Oh, you being biased, <laughs> you know. But but see, my thing with AEW, and this is where I think we got. Spoiled. Tony Khan gave us a lot of dream matches and those moments for free for so long. He's out Reminds of me of somebody. I'm just Mm-mm. gonna say he's out of stuff that can draw me in. And that moment because for instance, as good as Ray Phoenix and Matt Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. For the international title last week was yeah. that's only good and that was only a great match to a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that audience, but that's not going to make me turn the channel and say I want to tune into that. As much as that international title meant to me as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. when you gave it to Moxley, I didn't care about it anymore. You gave it to Ray Phoenix, it kind of made me pay attention. But knowing these men are hurt, and then yeah. you're going to give it back to Cassidy anyway, I was like, why take it off of him in the first place? You you did say that just yeah, just so he, like, so he can say he's a two time AW national champion, another record for him to hold. But he wanted almost a year to the date that he wanted the first time. 
it's it's uh man it's it's, it's frustrating it really is um and so much he potential not going to the what he do to the women because i'm telling you now if she only got this belt for somebody to take it off of her i'm not trying to jinx it i'm probably gonna be done with aw at this point because yeah, they uh-oh, wrestle uh-oh. every week <laughs> at 9 25 to 9 30 because Sheeta is she deserves better. That's not fair. Um, wow. She deserves better than being transitional champions. Yeah, man. It's I, I man. I here's I'm trying. I really am. And I'm I'm trying to be positive, but um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um, yeah. You guys mind if I have the final word on AEW? And I don't mean like literally the last thing to say, but you know how that thing or they like let this they give the final word, but they just give like this this nice little diatribe at the you know end. No, we of should the do show. for this one though. What's we that? Do, we should just do this. Go ahead. This <laughs> <laughs> is a true shout out to Drew Willingham and true Drew Willingham style. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, you guys come back on screen. This is awkward for me. <laughs> You don't, like looking at, you don't like looking at uh, yourself? It's weird. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna keep laughing if I keep looking at the screen and I keep Wait, saying. We it. forgot a match. Wait a minute. What match? It was something else that happened. Then it was it was it was Dan Bryan and Swerve, Y2J and Hobbs, Adam Page and Jay White. Jay White's my guy. Adam Page, Jay White. That's what it was. The, the Bullet Club goals gonna have a little bit of heat on their hands. Bad timing. I'm not even gonna mention it. Um, yep. Terrible. Oh, terrible timing. Yeah, no, that's I was, why I kind of I was like, yeah. I was disappointed too because if there's ever a group right now I would join, it was it was that one. I'm not saying it now because nope, that's where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, but yeah, it's all about Christian man. Christian, yeah, it's no, Christian Cage is saving AEW. I'll I'll Christian. say this, I'll, I'll say this, and then I'm done, gentlemen. You guys can say whatever you want, and we can get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW has run out of time. They're going to be fine as a company. AW is going to be a very solid alternative. It's going to be a platform for a lot of superstars to get their names out there. At this point, there's no way in the world I can ever see AW ever really competing with WWE in any way, shape, or form. Um, if you look at why WCW was able to compete in the first place, it's because they had national credibility. That's a credibility that AW doesn't have. They had Ric Flair, which is arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of all time at some point. It went in the toilet with Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And then Hulk Hogan came along, Macho Man came along. And that made WCW be taken seriously. Not the NWO, but literally WCW. And now that it was being taken seriously on a level, it was still in the toilet. Like It was enough to compete, but it, 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 it was no competition to do. And that's what, once again, these life-changing talents had joined this organization mm-hmm. there are there, there are no more life-changing talents anymore we're talking the generational talents like the hulk hogan's the john cena's the rocks the austin's the uh roman reigns right the, unless roman reigns himself or john cena jumps up to AEW, it will never be able to compete with wwe the same way wcw did wcw will always be the second most successful company in professional wrestling history is because they caught lightning in a bottle. There's there there is no more talent out there. There's nobody that can jump ship anymore. Like Edge showed up, nobody. It didn't change the ratings. It didn't change attendance. There's there's no more needle movers in the world of professional wrestling right now that he can even help AEW get to the point of competing. Like like CM Punk. CM Punk did it and it didn't work. He was the closest thing to it, and it was just once again it was full of drama. 
Um, and it, there's just nobody else out there. All of our superstars that could have potentially done it are older now. Um, Randy, at one point I used to say like, oh yeah, Randy Orton or John Cena chooses, but Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, they jumped ship in their prime. They chose WCW over WWF in their prime. There's nobody else right now on that level that could ever jump ship to AEW right now to even bring it close to even competing. Like what, what can you possibly do as a company to improve ticket sales, to improve people want to watch every week? Uh-huh. Building new stars isn't the answer because only wrestling fans are coming to see new stars being built. People joined WCW because they were familiar with Hulk Hogan. They didn't want to go the raunchy route. They wanted to stick with what they knew. It was enough to keep them credible. There's nothing credible about what AEW is doing right now outside of the wrestling audience, which is which is niche, which is niche. And uh, I just it's sad, man. It's, it's it's rough. I'm trying to. It just came to a really rough, uh, really rough conclusion and realization. They'll be fine as a company. They'll continue to grow. They'll they'll be good. But as far as competing with WWE or even have a chance to say we're going to become the number one wrestling company in the world. It's just not there. I'm sorry. It's just, I don't and know. You man. know just... And you know why? Because AEW is a wrestling company in an entertaining world. Bingo. It's just, mm. it dropped the, mic, dropped the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, we out of here. I'm leaving. That is like, what, well, it's the truth though. Like, what else? And it's like, and, it, and like, and, and the problem I have with the IWC is if you say that, they like you're hating on them. It's like, no, it's the truth. It's not mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I, I don't want them to fail. I don't want them to do bad, but it's the truth. And, and you're so focused on this indie attitude of let's put on the best matches with all this talent. Yes, I agree with it. I enjoy that too, but not enough to stop me on a, on a, on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Saturday and say, let me stop what I'm doing to catch this when I could just catch it later anyway. We don't yep. consume we don't consume television the way we did back in the nineties. There was only one way to watch wrestling back in those days. It was just through cable television. We have access to everything these days. Like you, there's n- there's no chance any other company can even come close to competing with WWE or even offer them. It, it's 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 a stepping stone. It's an alternative. It's it's good for what it is, man. But I'm I'm done, man. That 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 was a. Uh, that was the best they could do. And uh and like I said, Dane Bryant, Edge, Jay White. I mean, these are some of my favorites. And I was just watching the match like, eh. I feel like I've seen all these before. Like there's no issue. Well, I said in the beginning. Which was it, it don't hit the same. Daniel Bryan. Uh, you know, he got he got moved back down. Uh, uh, no. He ain't he ain't number one no more. He Ever, ever since Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega, and then that was it. I was yep. like, and, and then they did Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega too, and that's we we kept saying the same thing. We mm-hmm. the same thing. We hear Bruce Pritchard say on his podcast all the time when people question his decision making. All right, now now where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. And then and then what? But um, good I brothers. Jericho is ruining his legacy too. I don't think I, you know why I don't think it ruins his legacy because nobody's going to know he's even there. They're going to be like, where you been at? Kevin Nash said that when he came back from TNA. When they said when he kind of came back and had his resurgence and he, you know, he was kind of riding the wave in TNA and then, but he felt disrespected because after a while TNA stopped respecting him as a legend. He goes back to the WWE. They're like, oh my gosh, where you been all this time? He's like, I've been wrestling for the last five, six, seven, eight years. Like, what do you mean? I just been in TNA. And guess what? You know what the crazy part is? TNA's television audience was larger than AW's back, yep. back, back in his heyday. Yeah, like they like, were on. 
TNT, right? Don't that tell? Were they on TNT or Spike? TNT? They want Spike. Spike, thank you. I knew it was on there. I was like, they had that national cable audience and they had at least a million followers on a bad day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you like, 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 I don't know what to tell you, man. But um, it's it's clearly NXT beat um, mm-hmm. beat AW on a landslide. We're getting out of here. We don't have time to keep talking about this. Uh, we've already gone over. I appreciate you brothers for uh, sticking around. I appreciate everybody in the chat joining us as we are burning midnight oil. Everybody that stayed with us, those who are listening. Um, please follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to our Patreon channel, Twitch, and YouTube at The Wrestling Realm. Wow. <laughs> Damien Price says, Con, Con's like, I'm not going to read it. Okay. Um, <laughs> any, any last words, gentlemen? I'll, I'll say one nice thing about AEW. Not, not out of spite, but just out of truth. Um, any, any last words before we get out of here? Dang, that's so, just rough. I, I would say... I I'm not anti AEW. I just know they can do better. I just wish they would. Yeah, me too. How about you, Brian H? Anything you have to say? Put the title on Christian Cage and let him cook. <laughs> Might as well. That, um, that that that's a world title feud. Him and Ver, him and give us give us what we never got in WWE. Take us the direction. Give us Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland. For the world heavyweight title, y'all don't like it. This whole steal in the belt thing, bro, that bro, MJ... bro. That you, you, you realize as much as we want that, if they do that, this is WCW all over again. It and they ain't got no choice. And you know what? Well, what that, if Christian he keeps saying WCW gave champion. us Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan for the belt because they had no choice, right? Because they were trendsetters. They, yeah. they, they like Macho Man and Hogan were different level than Edge and Christian. That's true. Like. You feel me? Greg, Greg, your grandmother would, would, would order the paper for you to say, oh, shoot, Hogan and, Hogan and Savage going at it again? I'll take that one more time. Even if yeah. it was even if it was 91, 92, right? Like, that was the audience at the time. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, what grandmother you know is watching AEW? <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> just saying. It's just something to think about, man. I'm just saying. On that note, um, yeah. I'm just saying. I just think about it. That's the truth. Like you, oh, yeah, over oh, Savage Hogan running back one more time. Sure, I, I, I'll give you my twenty five dollars for that. Nowadays, I, I just wait till it comes out on YouTube. Anyway, mm. one one bright spot. I'll tell you a tag team that I do like. The Gates of Agony. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. They, 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 they got something there. I like them. But on that mm-hmm. note. I like I like leaving the show even better, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. Um, very NXT heavy, very A Dynamite, not heavy, but it was what it was. The ratings was nine hundred twenty thousand to like was it three hundred something? Who knows? But join us next week. Who knows what the heck we're going to be talking about? Stay tuned for the uh, everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. Also, stay tuned to Championship Culture, youtube.com slash Wrestling Realm Playlist, Championship Culture, to catch up on all the episodes that you've missed. Patreon.com slash, patreon.com slash Wrestling underscore Realm, WrestleRealm.com, all that good jazz. Same bat time, same bat place next week, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are out of here. Peace out. <laughs> Problem. Yes!